College Basketball Insider. Some news and notes from around the world of college basketball. In-studio correspondent for WFAN and CBS Sports Radio. Attention please to John Rothstein. Please report <laughs> to St. The Insider's Insider. Joining us now with his thoughts and a break it down, John Rothstein. It's College Hoops Today with John Rothstein. Let's put the women and children to bed and go looking for dinner. John Rothstein here on the College Hoops Today podcast later in this show we will be joined by providence head coach ed cooley we want to remind you to subscribe to the college Hoops today podcast on apple podcast we want to be your bible for the college basketball season and beyond we are the only college basketball podcast coming to you 52 weeks out of the calendar year also want to remind you to check out the college hoops today fan page on facebook give us a like give us a review let us know what you think of the product we're bringing to you 52 weeks out of the calendar year and also send me your questions on twitter i'll get to them later in this podcast i'm at john rothstein that's john j-o-n and a reminder to find and listen to the college hoops today podcast on all the popular podcast platforms make sure to subscribe like and rate the show and please feel free to leave us comments and also check out collegehoopstoday.com for breaking news podcast archive stories and analysis on the greatest sport that we have on our globe and i want to let you know that today's episode of the college hoops today podcast being sponsored by geico geico s how would you have a chance to save some money on insurance of course you would and when it comes to great rates on insurance geico can help like with insurance for your car truck motorcycle boat and rv even help with homeowners or renters coverage plus add an easy to use mobile app available 24-hour roadside assistance and more and geico is an easy choice switch today and see all the ways you could save it's easy simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today and now that we've got you set for all your geico needs opening day in college basketball is finally here there are big games on the horizon as we're taping this right now early monday morning lasalle against villanova Fran Dunphy returns to college basketball. Kyle Neptune makes his debut as head coach at Villanova. A very dangerous game for Auburn as they will take on George Mason at the Atlantic 10. The Patriots should be vastly improved in year two under Kim English. And I think a big thing to look at, too, is... We should not take for granted, and I'm knocking on wood right now, that we have a chance to have normalcy for the first time in a number of years in college basketball. Don't take it for granted. I was on the road last week, saw Toledo, saw Michigan State. I look at Michigan State, and I don't see vintage Michigan State in terms of talent. I think there's a lot of solid pieces. They've got a very, very capable veteran nucleus. I'm curious to see how Michigan State survives an early season schedule that's going to feature Gonzaga this Friday, okay, in San Diego. Then they're going to play Kentucky in the Champions Classic. Then they're going to play Villanova in the Gavit Games. Then they go to the PK-85. Then they go on the road to Notre Dame. Michigan State could go for about 30 days this early in the season, starting on Friday, November 11th to December, and only play power conference teams. That is unheard of in all my years on this beat. Now, one power conference team that isn't on Michigan State's schedule is Providence, but the Friars had an incredible season last year, went to the Sweet 16 for the first time since 1997, won the Big East regular season title for the first time ever. What does Ed Cooley have on tap for an encore? We'll find out when the aforementioned head coach of the Friars, Ed Cooley, joins the College Hoops Day podcast with John Rothstein coming up next. (laughs) 
Now, before we chat with Providence's Ed Cooley, I want to tell you about Indeed. Dynasties know that every player counts. To build a championship team with a deep bench, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match Assessments and Virtual Interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Something I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. Indeed assessments help take the stress out of the interview process. Candidates get to show their skills before the interview so you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Visit Indeed.com slash college hoops to start hiring now. Terms and conditions apply. Providence had a dream season a year ago, winning the Big East regular season title for the first time in program history. Advanced to the Sweet 16 for the first time since 1997. And the head coach of the Friars is Ed Cooley. He now joins the College Hoops Today podcast with John Rothstein. Ed, what is it like after all these years getting ready for the start of a season? It's so fun. It's so energetic. Um, I have a I have a new team to prepare, so that energy, uh, the teaching, the concept, you know, um, I'm always have optimism in my veins. So it's it, it's different every year because you have a different group, and uh, I'm just excited to coach this team and prepare this team as I ha- I've had with any group. Now you won a Big East regular season title last year for the first time ever. You advanced to the Sweet 16 for the first time in 25 years. How do you feel that the vibe around your program has changed after all that you accomplished last year? Well, just from a you know just from an engagement standpoint, from our student body, from our season ticket holders, which now exceeds uh, close to 11,000 season ticket holders, um, to our. Uh, just, just, just the energy around our city, our state, and our program—it it definitely has had an effect last year's team. And and what I'm hoping for, John, is that we people could appreciate last year, but give all their energy, love, and support to this year's team. As you know, we've turned the page, and I want a lot of the energy to look forward to this group to try to maximize and become the best possible Providence 2022-23 team. Well, that brings me to my next question. It's a great transition because I was curious at what point, because I know you did want to celebrate everything you accomplished last year. Did you and your staff say it's time to turn the page? Yeah. I mean, we did that right in uh, like late August, you know, uh, we started to transition that right when the, you know, men, the new players came in uh, June and July and the first week of August of uh, 22, uh, you know, so now it's time to, really concentrate as the ball goes up today in college basketball and obviously we play uh very very shortly so you know we turn the page we have a lot of new faces in prior town we have you know new roles uh new identity and that's to be seen so i'm excited yet we have a long way to go you have a long way to go, but you know I've seen your team practice, and you do have a lot of new pieces. I know that you're not going to play a game until tomorrow night against Ryder, but your initial impressions after the preseason about the Providence Friars for 22-23? You know, I think we're talented. Um, I think we have some special pieces. Uh, I, I feel we've had players improve and, and make big jumps. 
you know, but now we got to put all that together in a five-on-five against an opponent who's also trying to win. Uh, you know, I think we have some length that we haven't had in a while in front of the rim. In the past, Nate Watson has been a staple in our program for five years, and we were able to anchor with him. Uh, you know, we were able to have A.J. Reeves as a 6'6", you know, you know, target shooter. Um, so now, you know, Biden's got to take a bigger step this year. I thought he was one of the most improved players in college basketball last year. Ed Croswell came in the game and gave us a big jolt, but only played 14 and a half minutes. Can he get that to 21 to 22 minutes? Can Alan Breed continue to be a steady hand when we need him to play multiple positions? And then from there, everybody else is in their first year for it. So um, I think Noah Locke will add something to us, his versatility, be able to shoot the ball. Bryce Hopkins is a weapon regardless of what position he's playing. Clifton Moore gives us a, a really skilled big man. Um, you know, and then, then you add a Devin Carter, who is, uh, you know, an elite competitor, elite defender, elite driver. Those are the things that uh, we got to try to piece together to put a winning product on the floor. You know, you referenced Jared Bynum, who made an unbelievable jump last year, was such a key piece to your run, and he improved almost 30% from three-point range. Now that he will step into a role where he is more featured, what type of a leap can he make this year after what he did a season ago? Well, I, I, I want Jared to make a jump with his leadership. I want him to make a jump with his personality. You know, I mean, he's going to have big games. Uh, you know, he's talented, he's skilled, he's a veteran, he has a lot of knowledge and wisdom. You know, I'm going to need him to transition some of that into leadership, but that's something that we don't have as a carryover from last year. Um, but I expect Jared to have a first-team all-conference type season. I expect him to lead us in a, in, in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, uh, he'll be the he'll be the target of every scouting report. But you know, all-conference players play above their scouting report, so I'm excited to see his growth and development continue to grow. Providence head coach Ed Cooley joined the College Hoops Today podcast with John Rothstein. Friars open Tuesday night at home against Ryder. Ed, aside from Jared Bynum, which returning player do you think makes the biggest jump for Providence this season? Ooh, um, I like Rafael Castro, what he's been able to bring to us. You know, can he tie into it? You know, Castro hasn't played uh, most three years given coming out of you know, he didn't play a senior year in high school because of the COVID year. Then mm-hmm. he redshirted him last year. And so he hasn't played in a long time, but his growth and development has come a long way. I think he's somebody that will stand out as he grows. Um, I would say that would be the one that I've seen that has, has a chance to really emerge that no one knows about. You referenced Bryce Hopkins. I saw him in practice. He looks terrific. I know he's going to be featured. I'm curious, though. You've been coaching a long time. You were an assistant at Boston College. You had a head coach at Fairfield. You've been at Providence for a long time. If there was one player, past or present, that Bryce Hopkins most reminds you of, who is it? You know, it's a combination. You know, I think he has a lot of Ryan Gomes. I think he has a lot of, you know, Jared Dudley. He's got a lot of, you know, Ben Bento. Uh, you know, he reminds me a little bit in the past we competed against a player like a Kalan Butler. You know, he's that six seven, you know, just dynamite and pass it, shoot it, score it, post, go off the bounce. You know, he's a swift army knight, you know, he's got a he's got a lot of he's got a lot of tools in his bag and I think his best basketball is yet to come. You know, he's he's very, very versatile. 
you know that people always say that the second most important part of running any program after recruiting is scheduling. Providence is only going to leave the Northeast once before Christmas. You'll go to TCU, who's obviously a highly rated team as part of the Big East Big 12 battle. How much was that, you know, put together as a result of having so many new guys in an effort to get confidence early? Well, our, our non-conference schedule became very unique when we didn't have a Gavit game at home, you know. Uh, so having a bye year really skewed our scheduling, as well as the COVID non-playing of University of Rhode Island two years ago. So that really offset our home schedule. In doing that, we also wanted to give our players a major, major challenge, but we wanted that challenge to be at home as we grow this team. You know, we'll be able to play a couple of games on the Mohegan Sun. We'll be able to play, uh, you know, obviously go to the University of Rhode Island, and then our true, you know, plane trip is to, uh, uh, when we go to uh, Texas, go to TCU to play in Fort Worth. So, I mean, that was strategically done. I want our players to get comfortable at home because the Big East, you know, home conference slate will be very, very competitive. I need our players to get comfortable playing in our building. Providence head coach Ed Cooley joined the College Hoops Day podcast with John Rothstein. Ed, you know, you now are going to take on a new role in your conference because for the first time since you've been in the Big East, Jay Wright will not be the head coach at Villanova. Your thoughts on moving forward here without somebody who obviously had such a pulse and was such a you know visible face for the league you know i text coach Wright this morning and you know I, i've been thinking about him as he's transitioning into a new new lifestyle for himself and his family and just thanked and appreciated him for what he did for college basketball and particularly what he did for the Big East. you know he was a you know a key figure to us in our relaunch of the Big East when the football schools left um, and then obviously winning a couple of national championships, going to several Final Fours, winning several Big East championships. To fill his shoes is going to be very, very hard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to represent the Big East coaches in Providence College in, the, in a first-class manner to the best of my ability. Um, you know, but, you know, you, you, we have some dynamite coaches in our league. Thad Mata coming in, you know, Shaheen Holloway coming in, Sean Miller coming in. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, Kyle, Kyle Neptune, those guys are all fantastic coaches. And we as a coaching community in the Big East community are going to try to represent college basketball and put as many Big East teams in the NCAA tournament as much as we can. And that's always the goal. And the Big East should be exceptionally deep again this year. The team that everybody, you know, is really high on is obviously Creighton, who brings back a number of teams or a number of players from last year's team that you know, took Kansas to the wire in the second round of the NCAA tournament. You know, Ed, I'm curious, you played against South Dakota State in the first round of the NCAA tournament last year, and you scouted and prepared for Baylor Shireman, who has since transferred to Creighton. How do you think he will fit into the Blue Jays system with four returning starters? Well, playing against Coach McDermott for now nine or ten years, whatever it's been, uh, playing against South Dakota, knowing that, you know, Coach from South Dakota was very, very close. I believe he worked with Coach McDermott. It is truly one of the more natural fits that came out the portal that you can find. And he is a special, special player. He has elite passing skills. He can score from multiple levels. He has great size. It looks like he has a great feel of how to play. I think that transition from South Dakota State to 
Creighton, I think, is just a natural fit. What he'll have to probably adjust to is night in, night out, playing against a longer, quicker, more physical athlete, night in, night That will be his adjustment, and that adjustment's probably taking place every day at practice. So I think the transition will be smooth, and I look forward to seeing Creighton have, you know, probably one of the better years they've had in their program. And obviously what Creighton is endeavoring to do is what Providence did last year, have a season to remember. I'm curious, though, Ed, once you make a run like you did last year, does your the intensity to crave another one only escalate because you've gotten the taste? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's the competitive juices you have as a coaching staff. It's the competitive juices the players have. It's an expectation that is built upon uh, what, what success uh, college teams have from previous years. Um, I think the expectation is sometimes unrealistic, yet that's what our goals are. You know, we want to get back to that point and hopefully beyond. We want to make sure we're, we're known nationally. We want to be relevant. We want to continue to sell out our home games. We want to continue to be on national television. We want to continue to make our environment at Providence College and now at the Amica Mutual Pavilion, which is the new name of our arena, one of the hardest places in America to compete at. So, yeah, there, there is, man. There is. Um, and, and, I'm, and I'm optimistic that little by little we can continue to creep toward, you know, trying to have more success in the tournament. What are the biggest keys for Providence to be back in a similar situation that it was last March prior to the NCAA tournament? You know, with our group, it's us, you know, getting to know each other a little bit better on the floor. You know, so our chemistry is going to be important. You know, winning close games is something I always preach and have will continue to preach. You know, can we close out games from the foul line? Can we close out games by getting stopped? Can we close out games by limiting teams, you know, uh, what they practice? Can we get them out of their comfort zone? You know, can we, can we make clutch shots? And the biggest thing, anytime you're a tournament team, can you win on the road? you got to be able to try to take care of your home business as much as you can. But to be a tournament-worthy team and have a tournament-worthy seed, meaning the lower the seed, the better opportunity you have to advance, doesn't always happen that way, but it gives you an opportunity. You know, can you win road games? Uh, that's really, really big. So that's something that we got to challenge our program on. So that's what last year we were a really, really good road team. Well, and the journey starts Tuesday night at I was about to say the dunk, but at home for Providence against Ryder, 6.30 Eastern. What's the pregame meal for Red Cooley? Uh, I'm going to go with a premier shake. I'm going to go with uh, some blueberries. And I'm probably going to have a little Italian wedding soup. Good stuff. Providence begins another journey Tuesday night. Ed, we appreciate a couple minutes. And as always, look forward to staying connected along the way. Thanks a lot, I appreciate it. We'd like to thank Providence head coach Ed Cooley for joining the College Hoops Today podcast with John Rothstein. Want to remind you to subscribe to the College Hoops Today podcast with John Rothstein on Apple Podcasts. We want to be your Bible for the college basketball season and beyond. We are the only college basketball podcast coming to you 52 weeks out of the calendar year. Also want to remind you to check out the College Hoops Today fan page on Facebook. Give us a like. Give us a review. Let us know what you think of the product we're bringing to you 52 weeks out of the calendar year. And also a reminder to find and listen to the College Hoops Today podcast on all the popular podcast platforms. Make sure 
to subscribe, like, and rate the show. And please feel free to leave us comments. And also check out collegehoopstoday.com for breaking news, podcast, archive stories, and analysis on the greatest sport that we have on our globe. And time now for our social media portion of the College Hoops Today podcast with John Rothstein. Send me your questions on Twitter. I'm at John Rothstein. That's John, J-O-N. Our first question comes from T-Rex2313. And it's John, can Texas Tech compete for the Big 12 title this year? Where do you see them finishing? My first impulse would be that Texas Tech is not one of the top two or three teams in the Big 12. I could be wrong, but there's obviously a lot of new pieces. I see Texas Tech finishing in the middle right now of the Big 12 conference top shelf action wants to know what does the next era of maryland basketball look like with kevin willard will they be competitive in the big 10 this season i think they'll be competitive i don't think maryland right now is an ncaa tournament team maryland is recruiting exceptionally well i will i do think that kevin willard will turn maryland into a perennial nca contender i just don't think it will start in 2023 and gw wants to know john will texas a&m make the ncaa tournament this year i'll tell you what I don't think Texas A&M will just make the NCAA tournament. I think the Aggies will have an excellent chance to advance. I think this is clearly the best team that Buzz Williams has had since he's arrived in College Station. And five good nuggets this week are being brought to you by Geico. How would you love a chance to save some money on car insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on car insurance, Geico can help. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote and get get started seeing how much you could save now let's get to those nuggets five good nuggets five five six no five (laughs) but you were close Nugget number one, hail to the newcomers. I'm talking about Michigan's newcomers. Jet Howard, the son of Jawan Howard, is going to be one of the best freshmen in the country. But do not sleep on a sophomore named Kobe Bufkin. He's going to have a breakout season on the wing for the Wolverines. Kobe Bufkin, a former highly touted freshman, big year ahead. Nugget number two, Wyoming setback. Graham Ike, who averaged 19.5 points and 9.6 rebounds last year for Wyoming, who made the NCAA tournament, is going to be out an extended period of time due to a a lower leg injury. This could inhibit Wyoming's ability to really build a resume in the non-conference portion of the schedule. Nugget number three, small ball at the fog. You know, I watched Kansas's exhibition last week against Pittsburgh State. The Jayhawks' best lineup, maybe without a true post player. Keep an eye on Kansas going small with K.J. Adams at the five. Nugget number four, Oscar's quest to return. John Calipari told reporters last week that he would be stunned if Oscar Sheeb played in Monday's opener against Howard. That's tonight. Shibwe, the reigning, the reigning national player of the year, recently had knee surgery. This is a big story to monitor in college basketball. Nugget number five, incapable of submission. According to a source, UMass and West Virginia have agreed to a multi-year series starting next year at the Mass Mutual Center in Springfield. There'll be a return game later in Morgantown. This is big for Frank Martin to get a capable opponent and a power conference opponent coming to Massachusetts to play him. Remember, Frank Martin did work for Bob Huggins as an assistant coach before becoming the head coach at Kansas State. Now, let's get to some games to watch. Games to watch. Games to watch. 
The gem on Monday is George Mason at Auburn. Thursday, we're just talking about Frank Martin. CAA favorite Townsend travels to UMass. Intriguing game there. Friday, there's three big ones. Villanova at Temple. Gonzaga against Michigan State on the aircraft carrier in San Diego. And then in Milwaukee, Stanford takes on Wisconsin. We'd like to thank Providence head coach Ed Cooley for joining the College Hoops Today podcast with John Rothstein. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. This was the College Hoops Today podcast with John Rothstein.